0: Hey there, Amanda Smith here, and welcome inside this week's edition of How She Did It. To my old friends, thank you for coming back, and to my new friends, help a sister out, make sure you hit that subscribe button. So this NBA season, today's guest moved from Canada to the United States to join Grind City Media and the Memphis Grizzlies as a digital host and contributor. Here is Kelsey Wright Johnson. (music) hey there amanda smith here with kelsey wright johnson and we have been instagram friends for a hot minute but this is the first time we've gotten to talk not via dm so thank you for joining the show today Isn't that so crazy?
1: I feel like I know you, but we—I've never heard your voice other than your videos.
0: I know. I feel like we're old friends, but like I've never heard you speak, rather than like on video. (laughs) So this is like totally different, and I'm so happy we're able to
1: make this happen. It's like a long-time new friend reunion, if that's a thing.
0: Yeah, it can be a thing. We're like thing now. (laughs) New friends, old friends. Shout out social media for connections. There we go. Shout out social media. So you just started this season as a digital host and contributor with Grand City Media and the Memphis Grizzlies. For those who maybe don't know, just off the bat, kind of what is your day-to-day look like in that role? Uh,
1: and that's an interesting question because I think the fun thing is that every day is legit so different. Um, so like today, for example, it's a, not a game day. So I have a podcast with the Grizzlies. Um, yes, plug that podcast. Gri- Yeah, actually the Grizzlies only podcast. Um, So today I went in, I had a couple meetings, like we have like our broadcast meetings and then our full team meetings, grabbed a quick coffee from Starbucks so I could be awake. Um, I go to every practice. So I'm up like watching all the practices. Um, I get some good inside scoop there of like the guys' personalities and relationships and everything. Um, Then after practice, we do our scrums, obviously. And then I went and recorded a podcast with Jonas Valanciunas. And then I came home and now I'm chatting with you. But again, like every day, like is so different. Like not every day we have a podcast, but it's a weekly podcast. And not every day there's a practice. Sometimes there's individuals and then game days are like a whole nother level. Um, but essentially, so the role is digital contributor with Grind City Media, which kind of just is like an umbrella term, really. I can just, whatever I need to contribute digitally. And then the Memphis Grizzlies host. So I host like all their live events. Like we're going to have a panel next or this weekend with, Cheryl Swoops and Robert Parrish which I'm like insanely excited about. So I host like all kinds of stuff like that and then host all their videos and everything. It's like it's kind of like an everything job. Whatever you need just be there and host it.
0: Whatever you need. Kelsey's got Whatever your cover. you need. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much you talked about your podcast, just Grizzlies. Let's plug that. Uh, but is that something that you kind of pitched or was that an idea that they had when you, when you joined grind city media? Um, I definitely didn't
1: pitch it because to be honest, I was like kind of terrified at the idea. Like, I don't know how you do this. Like, at least with, so my background comes in video where like I can mess up and we can edit it and you can like take out me talking and looking stupid. And like the podcast is just like straight, like just go, like just talk for half an hour. And that was really intimidating to me. Um, so I definitely didn't pitch it. It was something that they wanted to grow because obviously podcasts are like the wave of the future. Like, you know, that people are listening to podcasts more now than ever. Um, And I think they wanted to have their own kind of, like, team podcast where, like, uh, fans can get to know the players and get inside scoop from different media around the league. And I think one of the really good things that we have now with such a young team is that, like, they have really good personalities. And we want Memphis in a smaller market to understand that these guys, like, our personalities. And uh, this platform or this podcast kind of gives the platform to get to know the guys, which has been like, fans like it. You know that. Like, people like to know what the guys are, like, off the court.
0: To kind of go from having those initial nerves of, like, can I do this? What motivated you to say yes? It came with the job, <laughs>
1: in all honesty. <laughs> <I'm>
0: like, okay, I am going to job.
1: I think the nerves, like, went away after the first one, though. So the first one was with. Um, Dylan Brooks who is also Canadian like me and we had known each other before so I think like diving in with someone who was like a familiar face and like a familiar topic helped me a ton and then from there it just it got more comfortable so the first one definitely was like so nervous but I had someone who was like a comfort from back home even though we weren't like friends you're like you're a
0: familiar face this works I'm like yeah like I've watched you for years like you're Canadian let's talk Like you said, you're Canadian before moving to Memphis. You spent the last 3 seasons covering the Raptors. Your hometown is Toronto. So how did you kind of decide it was time to move on and literally move to another country? Yeah, honestly, the move to another country
1: was a it was a lot. Like you don't know, it's things that you don't even have to think about. Like I had to get like a new social and because I didn't have a social, I couldn't get a bank account and because I didn't have credit, like I have to pay like an insane amount in like trying to get my utilities set up and internet. Anyway, that's another story. <laughs> um, so I was freelancing. So Toronto, the Raptors don't necessarily have like in-house media; they are covered by um, TSN and Sportsnet, which are two sports networks. And I was freelancing between both of those and Yahoo and the Zone and kind of a little bit of everyone. Um, and honestly, it was getting really exhausting because freelancing is like it is great because you can work a lot of really cool events. Cause you're not like with an allegiance to any certain network, but it's also like very inconsistent. You always have to be pitching. You have to be really good at taking rejection. And I just, over those three years, it was just exhausting. I think that's the word. It was just like really tiring. It took a toll on me and, um, me and my agent had to sit down and we were like, I think it's ready to like, just get one job and like focus on like one team and one thing. And, kind of put myself all because I feel like I was spreading myself very very thin trying to cover NCAA and NBA and women's basketball and all of the above and I just needed to sit here and focus and now I am focused on a great team because the Grizzlies are so exciting to watch this year and I'm so thankful.
0: Shoot they're showing up all over Sports Center. <laughs> so, yeah I know
1: John Moran is like just like a walking highlight reel.
0: What has sort of the transition been like for you though?
1: It's been really slow <laughs> and one half of me is, like, very thankful for that, Um, because I came in, I didn't, I wasn't here for the beginning of the season, because there was work visa issues, and it took, like, a very, very long time, so I came in November, Um, so even just getting to where I am now, like, where I have a podcast, and I have a few things, like, on Twitter, the Memphis Grizzlies Twitter and stuff, um, it's been, like, really slow, but it's given me a really good chance to, like, get to know the players, get to know the coaching staff, get to know the arena staff in the front office before I'm like diving in and working. So that part's been really good. But on the other half, I'm like so ready to like do everything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. I'm ready to like do more and do this and do this and do this. And everyone has to at a certain time be like, okay, Kelsey, like calm down. Like it's all going to come, just be patient. Um, but the transition has been like, it's been really great. Like I can't say enough good things about this organization. And I know it sounds like silly cause like they're paying me, and it sounds like I can't say anything bad, but like I wouldn't even if I could, like I, it's just been really fun. It's only been two months. So maybe ask me
0: in another year and maybe I'll have one or two bad things to say. Just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Let's hope not. Right. <laughs> I That you have an agent, a lot of young sort of broadcasters will listen to the show. Uh, so kind of, how did you decide it was time to get an agent and what did that process look like for you? Um, you know what? Social media,
1: honestly, like social media is everything. So, Kind of like you, I'm sure you do this. Like you reach out to um people that you see on social media who work for teams. So yeah. um I got close with Allie Clifton, who is working with the Cavs, because the Cavs and the Raptors played each other a whole lot over the last three years. Um so every time she would come to town, you know. We would go grab a drink or grab a coffee and just talk basketball and so she introduced me to uh, Miami sideline reporter who is Jason Jackson and he's Jason the he is legit the best human I actually like only met him in person I've known him for like three like maybe two years I met him in person when he was here I think last month or two months ago uh, in Memphis so yeah he's the bomb if anyone wants to go follow him go follow him heat host on Instagram
0: um <laughs> is it? I think I think that's his same. Yeah. One. Anyway, the um, Jack show on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, wow. sorry, look even, at us. Let's give like Jason a plug. <laughs>
1: um he got me in contact with because I had expressed to him like I think it's time, like I'm ready to go to the states and like work for a team and not be freelancing in Toronto anymore. And so he gave me the contact to an agent. Um, and then I think I was with the agent for like a good eight months before we even found anything. Cause it's hard to get something obviously in season, like everyone's already working. Um, so in the off season in the summer, I think we like finally took the dive and we're like, okay, hey, let's look. And this job became available and it just seemed like a good fit. I think, cause I, I like posting and I like reporting, but I also like all of like the live panels and discussions that Memphis has going on here too.
0: And that's the umbrella you get when you said, contributor. (laughs) Exactly. It's just like, you're going to contribute in any way that we want you to. (laughs) You know, we're talking about how you cover basketball, but you played college hoops. Uh, Where does that initial love of the game stem from? Oh my goodness. I hated basketball growing up. So I have three brothers.
1: And so I was like the youngest one. And I was always like being dragged to basketball games my whole life. And I just wanted to like play with Barbies and like do makeup. And so I hated basketball until I got to like maybe eight years old and I started idolizing my brothers. Like I'm still like really obsessed with my brothers. I think they're like hilarious. Um, But from them, because they played basketball, I started to. And um, my dad, he actually coached me my whole way. He coached, he was an assistant coach my first year of college. And then he stopped because it was weird (laughs) Um, he's a co-chair on Canada basketball, which would be the same as like USA basketball down here. Um, my mom is a referee in college. She was the first woman to ref a men's college game in Canada. Um, so I think basketball was just like, it wasn't even a question. It wasn't like, are you going to play? Are you not going to, do you like it? Like I just grew up in a full on basketball family. And so playing was not even an option. Like I had to, even now, like when I, I was at practice today and like, a rebound came by and it like rolled at my foot and i like have to pick it up and dribble and shoot and everyone looked at me like girl put that basketball down i'm like no i want to touch it
0: i still got it yeah
1: <laughs> this I still is a good pretend lead. like i have it <laughs> yeah
0: no yeah i bet you do and this is a good lead in to my next question because <laughs> Via your, scared. <laughs> Via your Twitter, I would like to know if you had to play John Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr. in a game of slot <laughs> two, who were you choosing as your teammate? Oh, that's
1: amazing. Did you read those responses?
0: Yes. So the funniest ones to me, and I will
1: answer your question, the funniest <laughs> ones to me were like the people who were like, literally no one, like <laughs> I give up. I don't want that. I don't want that task. So I actually did put a little bit of thought into it. I responded to one person and said that I wanted, a like, a big man who could guard Jaron up top, but I, I oh, rethought it. Okay, so you're it. not and, picking me. <laughs> I mean, we could. We'd get our asses whooped. Can I say the <laughs> A word? Sorry. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I think I'd go with Kobe. And there's, Ooh. I think I would go with Kobe because we just got to wait for John Jaron to miss one shot and hopefully grab one rebound. And then I think Kobe, because he's so used to – like playing two-on-one and like not using his teammates. And this is not disrespect. Like I love Kobe, but he can play two-on-one and I'll just like stand in the corner because I feel like he would be the best person to go against two people because I'm not doing anything in that game (laughs) two-on-two. But you can (laughs) shoot it. Yeah, but like Kobe's not going to pass it and I trust his shot better.
0: Okay. That's, yes, you need (laughs) trust in a teammate. I love it. (laughs) Who are you picking? Oh gosh, good question. Okay, okay. Now you've got me thinking. Well, I feel like I need someone bigger because I'm pretty short.
1: Yeah. And so Jaren's what, 6'10, 6'11, six like, 6'3. You got to, which one are going to
0: guard Jaw, I guess? I feel like I want to pick Candace Parker. She's just a baller, you know? Yeah. So put like up a, she's put got up the a few height. I could maybe shoot it. I think we'd be a good team. I <laughs> would pay to watch that. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you know if it ever happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'll talk to John Jaron about it. Okay. Coming up on the other side, guys, Kelsey and I are playing a game of Superlatives, Memphis Grizzlies edition. Stick around. Welcome back inside How She Did It here with Kelsey Wright Johnson. And we are now going to play a game of Superlatives, Grizzlies edition. So you said you spend a lot of time around the team. You feel like you've gotten to know the guys pretty well. I'm scared
1: of this game.
0: No, this will be fun. <laughs> you gotta you gotta give yearbook awards out. Okay, so oh my goodness. Okay, let's go. Who's gonna be the class clown? Jaron Jackson Jr. That one's easy. And like maybe let's go with Y too. Okay. Jaron is
1: goofy. <laughs> um, and like you've seen it in like scrums and stuff. Like he is just like he's like the the most intense competitor I've ever met, but, like, once the game is done and the cameras are off, he is, like, he's... I mean, he's 20. He's 20 years old. He was 19 a couple
0: months ago, and he, he's just, like, a big kid. He's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He gets class clown. Congratulations, Jaren. <laughs> uh, how about best dressed? Um, Dylan Brooks.
1: Dylan comes to every game like we take we call it the drip report in Memphis and we take pictures of all their walk-ins like Leak fits would kind of do um, and Dylan always comes in like head to toe like Gucci shoes designer t-shirts and like our team here is very like chill like everyone really just wears like sweatpants and sweatshirts and then Dylan comes like head to toe designer and so he gets best dressed for sure that's
0: the drip the drip yeah, report that's, <laughs>
1: that's, the, that's the drip report for everyone out there there you go Uh, how about life of the party? Ooh, that's different than class clown a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to go with D'Anthony Melton. Um, because he, and we addressed this in my podcast again, he is always smiling. Like he is the most positive, lighthearted person that I think I have ever met. He's like, just any situation he has the most positive look on anything always smiling there's always the biggest smile on his face like he will I don't know even in games like he'll like go for a dunk and be smiling like he's just like (laughs) that's what I think he'd be the life of the party just because he's so positive and fun
0: I love it okay most likely to dance in a Beyonce music video
1: oh these are good girl um (laughs) I'm I'm like in my mind I'm like going through our like locker room yeah Hmm. Beyonce music video. They get gonna you gonna thinking. Go, bit, you know. I'm gonna go with maybe maybe Bruno Caboclo. Okay. He's like he's like really like open and free and likes music a lot, which is why I initially went there. Um, but he's kind of like he's got that like sort of goofy side. But can also dance. Like he'll dance in warm ups. So I'm going to give
0: it to him. Okay, I hope that happens for him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be so fun. Right?
0: Maybe you would get to go and cover it.
1: That's what I'm You're, saying. You get, get to go to, go to Beyonce.
0: Beyonce. Exactly. I hope that for you. Thank okay, you. last one. Most dynamic duo. Is, J- Is Jaron allowed to get to two awards yeah. he can be the popular guy in school multiple okay. times in the yearbook
1: all right so it's uh, jaron and jaw and not only on the court like we've seen them connect on the court off the court they're like the bestest friends but it's like they're 220 year old players and jaron is like super fun and like super outgoing and like talks to everyone and jaw is a little more like reserved um and like I don't know what other word like just reserved and like calm and collected and when you get them together they are like the best of each other like Ja is fun and jaren like comes down to him and they're just like they're that's the dynamic duo that everyone needs in their lives it's great
0: they're spongebob and patrick mermaid man and barnacle boy i'm trying to think of other pairs of of best friends yeah (laughs) step (laughs) brothers exactly that's them All right, those are all the yearbook awards we have today. Thanks to Kelsey for playing along. Coming (laughs) up, she's answering some of your questions, so don't go anywhere. Welcome back inside How She Did It. Still here with Kelsey Wright Johnson. She hasn't left yet, and she's going to answer some of your guys' questions now. So first up is from Christian Vendroll. Sorry if I butchered that. What's up, Christian? Uh, And he says, if you could dunk on a famous person, basketball player or not, who would it be? Yo,
1: that is a great question. First of all, <laughs> if I could dunk if this would be done, I'd be dunking. I, if I could dunk, I would dunk every second of every day. <laughs> You're like I need that ball. Yeah, honestly. Um, if I could dunk on any famous person, basketball player or not, huh. Huh, 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 huh? I would dunk on, I think I'd dunk on Shaq. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like present day Shaq okay <laughs> and there's no other reason other than like he's like the a big human and I think it would be funny because like he's funny
0: that's what I'm saying you, you're you gonna have some serious hops in this hypothetical situation
1: oh well duh yeah I'm yeah. like do yeah yeah I'm going to Shaq
0: <laughs> that's a good
1: one and then he can put himself on Shaq Shaq to fool, Shaq in a fool yes
0: Okay. I like where you're going with this. You're like, yeah, come a dunk on you. And then you can put that on your own. Reverse. Boom. boom, Mic drop. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Uh, next up is from Tim Rushi. and he would like to know, did you cover any other sports prior to basketball?
1: Oh yes, I covered every sport. So last year I worked in hockey. I was covering um, a team in the American Hockey League. And I actually got my start working in games, um, like games with a capital G. I worked um, like the World University games. so it's like a mini Olympics just for university athletes. and I worked um, six of those all over the world. So I went to like, Kazakhstan and Taiwan and Spain, Russia, Siberia and one that I can't think of off the top of my head. Um, But there I covered, like, it's like, it's the Olympics. So I covered, um, you know, basketball, hockey, figure skating, track and field, curling, chess one year in Russia. Um, So, yes, I covered, like, every sport imaginable, even ones. I covered wushu. Go look that up. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? It's like, honestly, I don't want to butcher it. Cause I don't really understand it. But it's okay, like no um, problem. It's a, we'll it's, a problem. Martial, it's, it's a martial arts slash dance. Like okay. the way it's judged is like half martial arts, half like the dance component or movement component. It was very difficult. Those
0: are those are interesting sports. I wasn't expecting you to say that though. Oh yeah. Different. Thanks, ones. Kim, for the question. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up, we've got Leman We kind of talked about this a little bit earlier. But what do you like most about working for the Grizzlies? Um, I like
1: hmm, – I like so much. That's the thing. I think what I like about this year is, um, like, the positivity that's surrounding the team right now. Like, this team wasn't meant to be good. You know what I mean? Like, at the beginning of the season, if you look at the pieces, they say – this team is probably bottom of the Western conference. And right now sitting in eighth place, this team is on a six game winning streak. And I think what's exciting is like the young core is very positive And honestly, just like exciting to watch. Like you just said it earlier, like this, this team is just like all over sports center and I get paid to like, sit there and watch this every night. I think that's what I like about it the
0: most. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, like, like you're just, you know, that's like kind of what people talk about is you get paid to do what you love and like you're literally getting paid to sit there and cover these guys now. How awesome is that?
1: I, like I go to work and I know this sounds so cheesy. I go to work like with a smile on my face every single day.
0: But why wouldn't you, you know, like this is what you've worked for. Mhm. Exactly. No, it totally is. Like obviously it sucks
1: being away from like my home country and my family and my friends and everything I know, but I like, don't take it for granted. Like I have fun every day at work.
0: I love it. Okay, last (laughs) question is from OGD Swoove. It's a cool name. I know, right? He says, what are your ambitions and professional goals moving forward? Well, that's a deep one to end on. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Did that purposely.
1: (laughs) My professional goals moving forward. Um, Honestly, like, I'm pretty happy where I am right now. And I don't mean to make it sound like I don't have steps moving forward, but I, okay. I'm a type of person who like, I don't make necessarily long-term goals. I make like my next goal. So like when I was working in Toronto, my next goal was to work for a team. So once I'm at that goal, then another goal comes up and it's like, whatever the next goal is, but I've only been here for two months. So I haven't even had time to like think about the, what the next goal is. Um, I mean, I would say very short term, my next goal would be, to start traveling with the team so I can meet lovely people like you, but that is, um, it's obviously something that comes and like, will come even with this job. So I don't want to look too far ahead. Cause I'm just like really happy with where I am right now. Cause it's still new.
0: Totally. And I feel like I love that kind of mindset. Cause I feel like if you start to try to look too far ahead and you're always like, what's next, what's next, what's next. You just, you lose the joy of what you're doing now, right? You, you, know? Know? People, like, you really do just, like in life.
1: Yeah, like totally. if you aren't like living in the moment and enjoying where you are right now, the next thing is not gonna like make you happy,
0: right? So, and just, those things will come, but you know it's yeah. okay to to be happy and and like where you're at while still working towards other goals. For
1: sure, for sure. And I think just because it is still so new for me, like I'm, I guess two and a half, two months in now, I'm just like I still have like walk to work with stars in my. Like, I'm happy right now
0: here. <laughs> I usually like to ask people this question on the show before we end. Uh, And what is something that you are proud of yourself for? Oh, my gosh.
1: I would say I am proud of, hmm, I think maybe like right now the thing that comes to mind because it's like so fresh still is having the courage and like the strength to leave everything I know and it's not like a, like in this profession like you know it you just posted about it like you leave and you go to a new city that's what happens when you're working for teams and networks and stuff but like I left a country like I left an entire country to move to a city that I had never been to ever before um, and I think I don't know I think it took a lot of courage and strength and like openness to try new things and that's something I'm pretty proud of I'm like I've made a new city that I had never visited once before home and I think that's something to be proud of.
0: It is. Heck yeah, girl. I love it. And thank you for joining my show today and for kind of sharing a little bit of your story with everyone. Thank
1: you for having me. Like, I was so honored because I have watched when you were posting all of them on Instagram, which is where we met. I watched yes. all of them, girl. I'm a huge fan. Stop it.
0: Everyone I'm goes to the Grizzlies. The only Grizzlies. <laughs> Jonas so Valentinus much. is coming up. Oh, okay. There's the, Yes, we got a little preview. thank you amanda thank you and i'll uh i'll see you on the gram (laughs) for kelsey wright johnson i'm amanda smith we'll catch you next time on how she did it